Hello there and welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host Sean Brown and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place one person at a time. Hope you're all blessed and well out there and whatever you're up to, I hope you are having a good day. I'm sending good vibes, good energy your way and today what I wanted to talk about was something that I've been reflecting on recently which has been about purpose and there's a lot of literature and material out there that will encourage you to write down your purpose or to, you know, state what your purpose is and all of that. And that can be helpful for some people, for some people who, you know, they can see clearly what their purpose is, then that would be a great exercise. Now, the reason that that exercise never jived well with me, you know, um, what's your why, figure out your why and all that, is because in all truth, I wasn't clear on it in that way insofar as I had created a purpose out of thin air and then just said that's what I'm going to do. What I found has happened in my life is that my purpose has revealed itself to me rather than me creating it and then going to try and make that happen. And whenever I followed that formula in terms of purpose, then those things that I've moved into have been far more impactful and powerful and have been far more enjoyable for me and immersive and challenging too and all of those things. And one area where I've recognized that this has happened recently has been the whole journey with Nathan's football team, which is Lindley Junior. So big up to Lindley Juniors, big up to all the players, all the coaches, all different age groups. We've got we've got a big squad and the squad is growing all the time. And and Nathan joined a few years back. And I said to myself, when, when I arrived, I said to myself, I am not getting involved. I repeat, I am not getting involved. And I, and I made a conscious choice to not get involved at any level and to just watch Nathan play. And that's what I wanted to do. Life had other plans. And so it started with there being a few weeks where there was no one to ref. And then the the dad who usually did the refing for Nathan's team, his son moved to another team. So then we were short for a referee. And so there was one week where they had nobody. And the coach of the team asked all the parents, would anybody, you know, would anybody step forward and referee? Now, look, I still was saying I don't want to get involved at this point. But nobody else was stepping up. Nobody else was put a hand forward and said they would do it. And I thought, am I really going to allow, you know, this game to potentially not happen just because we don't have a ref? So I said, I'll do it this one time. <laughs> That's what I said. I'll do it. I'll do it this one time. I don't mind. I'll do it. And so I ended up refing the game. Now, refing the game was totally fine. And I actually really enjoyed the experience. It was really cool. But then... One of the other coaches decided to step down from the team. And so there was one coach left coaching all these boys and the team was growing. And then somebody else who was going to step in and help with the coaching, I think was struggling to find the time to make it and be there. And so it got to the point where I could see that this coach was on his own and floundering a little bit, not in terms of his skill. He's a really good coach. He's really good with the kids, but just floundering in terms of like, it's hard to manage all of that on your own, like practical things like getting getting your cones out ready and all of that sort of stuff for your session you want to do is difficult when you've got the children as well. And so I don't know who I mentioned something to on the sidelines when we were playing a game one day, and I can't even remember what I said, but I do remember two days later getting a message from the coach saying, oh, 
if you'd be willing to just help out, you know, just to help me with the culture a little bit, that would be amazing. And then I found myself again in this position of, do I actually want to do this? And when I looked at it at a practical level, and when I looked at it in terms of what I said before we started getting involved, Nathan getting involved with football, then my answer was, nah, not interested. However, when I, when I looked at it and started going along to the games, saw Nathan's enjoyment of the game, saw the rest of the children, their enjoyment of the game, and saw how rewarding it could potentially be to be involved, you know, with these players and their development and their journey and their growth. Something in me was like, give it a few weeks and see what you think. Because there's no harm in trying a few weeks, recognizing it doesn't work for you and then walking away. And so I did that. And then lo and behold, a year plus later, I'm still doing it. Now, I didn't know it at the time, but this is obviously a facet of my purpose to be with this bunch of um, boys. It's all boys at the moment. It's an all boys team. So to be with this bunch of lads and to help them and, you know, speak with them, coach them, um, encourage them, do all of those things, it's become a part of my purpose that I didn't see coming. And this is what I was saying before. My way of finding purpose is going through life, being open to life, and then seeing things in life that I respond to with a, with like a, like I want to get involved, like, like I'm drawn to it. I'm attracted to it. I want to, I want to experience that. And coaching Nathan's football team is definitely that. It was definitely not my intention before taking him to be a coach or want to coach. But now I find myself doing it and I enjoy it. And what I found is that I went through a phase where I was resisting the fact that I was coaching. It was like, how has this happened? I didn't want to be a coach. Now I'm coaching. So there was resistance. And now I'm in a phase where I'm, 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 I'm relaxing into the fact that my will might have said, you're not doing this. But life's will, the universe's will, whatever you want to call it, something in the way things have played out meant that coaching was always going to be, you know, coaching the football team was always going to be on the cards. And when I embraced that, and I've embraced it now, the experience is different because there's no resistance around it. it it's enjoyable. I'm thinking about it in terms of the longer term. It's, you know, it's, it's a great part of my life now that I fully enjoy. And it's great in, in terms of being able to spend time with my boy and, you know, we bond as well. And I just wanted to share that story because sometimes the pursuit of purpose gets overcomplicated and in its overcomplication, people, people can move away from that discussion and find themselves a little bit lost. And, in that feeling lost, there can be a detachment from life or a a feeling that that somebody is just sort of floating through with with no with no direction, with no sense of what they want to do. And I just wanted to come on here and demystify purpose and bring it back to what it really is, which is when you're moving through your life and something speaks to you and invites you into it. If you can see purpose in that way, then purpose becomes super simple because you don't have to invent purpose before the fact. Purpose finds you. Purpose taps you on the shoulder and says, Oi, you, you're needed here for this. <laughs> and then purpose is obvious then. And because we're all different, the callings, the invitations that we're going to be given are going to be different based on 
a whole host of factors that we don't need to get in now. But my interests and my experience and my background and my strengths and my, you know, areas for development means that my unique purpose is going to be tailor-made for that experience up to this point. And so it's not that my purpose is going to stay the same forever. And it's not that I'm going to, I might not necessarily coach forever. I might not do the job I'm doing forever. I might not do this podcast forever. But as long as there is fire in the belly for those activities, I'm going to dive into them. And that for me is a clean, clear way to engage with purpose if you don't find the way of, you know, write down your why or write down your purpose and sit there thinking about it all day long. If that doesn't work for you, then I wanted to offer this alternative. And I found for me, it's a much more natural way to navigate that. I've tried in the past coming up with, you know, um, mission statements for my life and, and all the rest of it, which is, was all well and good. But my mission just seems to keep showing itself to me. It keeps revealing itself to me in me just walking through life and, 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 and doing my, you know, I want to say doing my day-to-day routine, but just being engaged with life. Maybe that is the purpose. Maybe just being engaged in life, you know, to the, to the, to the highest degree that you can, maybe that equals purpose. Maybe we don't need to look beyond that. And then as we open that door to possibilities, you know, to new things coming in, to new challenges, to new situations, to, or maybe to revisit old ones and to, and to really succeed there, to really, you know, maximize what that could be. Maybe that's where we find purpose. And I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do regarding purpose. I'm not telling you how to do it. For some people, it might be super appropriate to sit down, write something out that lights them up and doing it that way. That's totally cool. And I'm not saying there's anything against that. I'm just saying that for me, I found that as I've gone through life, purpose has found me. I've not needed to go seeking it. And because of that, I now have a relationship with purpose, which means I have purpose in life. I have direction in life. I have a mission of sorts, but it's not something that I invented and then went into my life to try and create. It's something that is shaping and evolving as I go through life. And maybe that's because as I'm going through life and shaping and evolving, the you know the the next assignment so to speak that comes down the road may be a reflection of that evolution or maybe a reflection of something i need to go over again to really solidify something in my life to make me a more rounded person it's hard to know right it's hard to know and it's hard to second guess the workings of the universe so all i can say in my own experience is i don't need to i don't need to either stick to a purpose that's been prescribed to me because of any label I have. What I mean by that? I mean, I don't need to have a purpose that fits the title man. I don't need to have a purpose that fits the title dad or black or married or or whatever. Sometimes when we're trying to force ourselves into what we think one of those words, and there's many others, trying to force ourselves into what we think that might mean, we're then not living those particular ways authentically. So I'd rather be, you know, in 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 my marriage relationship in an authentic way than in a ooh, let me play husband sort of role way. And there's gonna be bits where there's overlap, right? Because an authentic element of what I want to do will probably have those traditional, you know, married vibes along with it. I'm not saying it won't, but what I'm saying is trying to, you know, follow what somebody else is telling you should be doing in those areas is a recipe for 
not doing it your own way. And that's that's the key thing. It's doing it your own way. And your own way may fit exactly with how it's done traditionally. That's not a problem. It's not in the it's not in how it looks. It's not in the form. It's 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 behind that. It's in the essence behind it. So if the essence is authentic, then it's going to be satisfying, it's going to be fulfilling, it's going to be super purposeful because it's authentic. If we're trying to be something we're not, it's not going to be satisfying, it's not going to be peaceful, it's not ultimately going to lead to fulfillment. And so for me, I would rather try and find an authentic expression of all these things that I found myself you know, involved with than to try and look to the guidebook to how to do them. And that is the more challenging road, right? Because it, it takes reflection, it takes um introspection it takes awareness it takes those things but once you've done that and once you've focused on that the rewards are you're living an authentic expression of who you are and everybody feels that and everybody can relax into that including yourself and so we want to take that authentic approach with purpose as well what speaks to you as something that you want to dedicate yourself to focus on and it could be anything. We also live in a society where certain paths through life have more status and kudos than others. And so if somebody turns around and says, you know what, I want to stay home and look after the children. We live in an age now where that's dismissed and seen as lesser than somebody else saying they want to start a business or be a CEO or, or, or be an elite athlete or whatever. And that's where we've got things screwed up. We've got things screwed up because we're falling for the judgments of what we think a particular career path means. Ultimately, the status behind a career path is superficial. The, the, the deepest sense of fulfillment we're going to get is, is following what to us feels the most true. So if it feels the most true for you that spending your days looking after your babies is the best way to spend your time, then you doing that is you being authentic. And you doing that is the greatest service you could do for yourself and for all of us because you're living authentically. And there's going to be only love in that. There's inspiration in that and deep purpose in that. Whereas if you're chasing a career or chasing a lifestyle that you think you should have because that's what you've been sold on social media or that's what you've been sold in your conditioning or on the news or from your mates or whatever, then you're chasing an illusion because the only thing that gives something fulfillment is that inner light when that glows from within. It's got nothing to do with the outer circumstances. I'll never forget when I made the decision to leave full-time teaching and I had a conversation with a career coach who was a, a, a friend of a friend. And we had this, we had this conversation and he said to me, I, think, I, know, I know looking back, he was playing devil's advocate, but he said to me, you could stay in teaching and then just, you know, go up the ladder to be like a superhead or whatever and, and you know, earn a, de- earn a decent wage. You could do that. And I said to him, look, you know, my, my salary from making that decision to leave teaching at the time meant that my, you know, my money situation was, was not as strong but I couldn't have been happier. And I said to him, I couldn't be happier. I feel so fulfilled and at peace. And I would rather that than being in the environment I was in that just didn't feel suited to my strengths. And he went quiet for, for a few seconds. And then he said, you know, good luck to you, power to you. And I think in that moment, he was checking, you know, is, is this person following what's authentically for them? And he could hear in the conviction with which I said, that I couldn't be happier that I was. 
And in that, he realized, and, and not like he realized, he probably already knew because he's probably been on a similar journey himself. He recognized that I was on the right road for me at that time because it's not always about what's the most profitable path. Sometimes it's about which path for me represents represents that purpose. And, and the, the universe has this funny way of looking after you insofar as when you're doing that, you, you, you will get what you, you know, what you need. And it might not be what you want. You might want more, but you get what you need in order to fulfill the purpose that you have and the purpose that has been sort of ascribed to you by the, the big beyond, whatever you want to call that. And so I just wanted to share that on the podcast and just maybe give some people a huge sigh of relief who feel like they don't know what their purpose is yet, especially to those younger ones who are like, I should have it figured out now what I'm going to do. Don't fall into that. Be yourself and live your life and let life invite you into things that inspire you, that excite you, that motivate you, that, that, you know, that you find enjoyable and just recognize that that could change and grow as you go through time. We don't all have to now find one career and stick at it for 20, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Those days are done. You know, most people now don't stay in a job for any longer than, I'd say five years is like the top end. And then going towards 10 years is quite rare these days. People move on and try different things. And so that can be reflected in our career paths now because there's so much access now to different opportunities with the explosion of the internet. And, you know, now where you can see people working from home as well and flexible working conditions is coming in more and more. The, the, the scope for options is, is, is growing. So don't feel like if you've not got it all figured out, that there's a problem. I don't have it all figured out yet, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm heading towards the 4 0. I'm getting there. <laughs> and, I, and, and I don't always feel like I've got it figured out. And that's totally okay. Once we deepen our trust in life itself to be able to provide those nudges those signs, those signals that we could follow, then why do we need to have it all figured out all at once? Maybe we don't need to. Maybe we can just spend our time enjoying what we are doing now, you know, making the best of what's been put in front of us now in order to then be ready for when that big moment comes, you know, your big I've arrived moment happens, you're ready and you're prepared for it. And so I hope this conversation around purpose has given you an alternative if you found that whole subject a little bit confusing in the past or inaccessible. If you've enjoyed this episode, one thing you could do, which would be amazing, would be to share with anybody else you think would enjoy it as well. I will put the link to the episode in the show notes. Another thing you can do is subscribe to the show so that every time I drop a new episode, you won't miss. And then the last thing you can do if you really want to and you've really enjoyed it is leave us a review on Apple or on Spotify, just letting people know what you thought of the show. Whatever you're up to, I want to bless you and I want you to, I want to you know, send you best wishes. And I hope whatever you're doing is going your way. I hope that if it's not going your way, you can find the grace in that situation to get through it. And I hope you come back for another edition of the podcast. Be blessed, be you, and I'll see you on the next episode.